hear an email I just got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or unless were you exhaling for a big buildup? No. <laughs> so this is a couple of days ago, and I fucking no, it says today. <laughs> um, uh, this is, the subject line is the decision to suspend your account, waiting for payment. <clears throat> Here we go. Hello! Exclamation point. <laughs> I have very bad news for you. 12-10-2018, on this day, I hacked your OS and got full <laughs> access to your account, Christopher Art at earthlink.net. Oh, man. He's so taking out the old school accounts. <laughs> I'm one of the last on Earthlink. I think you are. I'm hanging with those guys because they're still in it. You ride that motherfucker till the wheels come off. You... I'm starting to think, though, that my Earthlink account is getting a little bit dirty. <laughs> It's been out there a while. It's been it's out there a while. Collected the most dirt. <laughs> yeah. Same with my Hotmail account. Uh, so, um, you can change the password, yes. But my, mal- <laughs> <laughs> but my malware, malware intercepts it every time. <laughs> How I made it, Colvin? <laughs> In the software of the router through which you went online was a vulnerability. I just hacked the router and placed my malicious code on it. When you went online, <laughs> my Trojan was installed on the OS of your device. This is a Bond villain. <laughs> He's gonna explain. Yes, Mr. Bond, I poisoned the gin. This is why you I have thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, how did I do it? Simple. Don't man. A little I know bit of accent makes a villain. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> a month ago. I wanted to lock your device and ask for not big amount of BTC by, oh, to unlock. Right away. Yeah. Uh, but I looked at the sites that you regularly visit, and I was shocked by what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, is coming. I talk you about sites for adults. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Chris, the horror. <laughs> Yeah, I know, Are you man. looking at pornography it's on the like, internet? It's, it's, I, I want to say, you are a big pervert. <laughs> <laughs> That's in all caps. <laughs> so, in a way, I'm like, I think, I think you're on to me. <laughs> yeah, I believe him, yo. <laughs> Start assessing the things you do look at. <laughs> uh, okay. And I got an idea. <laughs> I made a screenshot of the adult sites where you have fun. Parentheses. Do you understand what it is about? Huh? End of parentheses. <laughs> After that, I made a screenshot of the joys. Parentheses. Using the camera of your device. End of parentheses. And glued them together. Turned out amazing. <laughs> you are so spectacular. <laughs> what is he talking about? He's got video so still of you. The jig's not up yet. While you're looking at the porn. Yeah, that's what I think he's going at. Yeah, all right. And okay. it made a, st- a still shot collage. Where is it? <laughs> I would buy that's that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, prove it. Did you get my good shot? I would hang it in here. <laughs> <laughs> right next to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, I know that you would like. Not to show these screenshots to your friends, relatives, or colleagues. I think six hundred twelve bucks is very, very small amount for my dollars. Yeah, how do you feel about uh, that? No, you can't give him the six twelve now. He's gonna keep coming back. He's gonna six twelve you to death. Don't do it. <laughs> Bled by six twelve mm-hmm. a month. Besides, I have been spying on you for so long, having spent a lot of time. 
pay only in bitcoins my bitcoin wallet and there's a whole fucking code um not a hot link though no you do not know how to use bitcoins question mark enter a query in any search engine how to replenish bitcoin wallet it's extremely easy for this payment i give you two days 48 hours as soon as this letter is opened the timer will work <laughs> after payment my virus and dirty screenshots with your enjoys will be self-destructed <laughs> automatically. <laughs> your enjoys. You know how many scared baby boomers are reading that email right now? It's like, oh, shit. I think with robots, our enjoys has just made the lexicon. <laughs> if I do not receive from you the specified amount, then your device will be locked. And all of your contacts will receive screenshots <laughs> with your enjoys. <laughs> Still, I kind of want to buy this. So maybe I can do a deal. I hope you understand your situation. Do not try to find and destroy my virus. All of your data, files, and screenshots is already uploaded to a remote server. Do not try to contact me. This is not feasible. I sent you an email from your account, which they did. Well, at least that's what it says at the top, right? There's that um, various security services will not help you. Formatting a disk or destroying a device will not help you, since your data is already on a remote server. P.S. <laughs> you are not my single victim, so I guarantee you that I will not disturb you again after payment. This is the word of honor, hacker. <laughs> honor among hackers, I love it. I also ask you to regularly update your antiviruses in the future. This way you will no longer fall into a similar situation. Sky, I mean, wow. this guy's kind of wow. looking out, too. Um, <laughs> do not hold evil. I just do my job. <laughs> do not hold Have evil. Nice day. <laughs> do not hold evil. Oh. Yeah, man. Wow, you get the best spam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and from kind of caring people. What is your filter set at? I don't I, see any of those. On on my blind so high account, <laughs> I, about two, three months ago, maybe a little bit longer, I just opened up the spam blocker. I've had spam blocker on there, and I would every day get you took the governor spam off. blocker message. Spam blocker, blah, blah, blah. I took the governor off because I was like, let's see where this is going. And that's that's the email account I use for when I order off of Amazon yeah. and things that I know are kind of going to you know get out there a bit. Hmm. Uh, the Christopher Art um, I've been using for a long time, and like uh, what's a pattern is forming that that starts as a, you know a business email. And then after a while, you know, friends, family, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, soon enough, it's slutted up, and you're getting fucking threats. <laughs> so, so far this year, in the, or not this year, in in the last 12 months, they tried to kill your dad. Yeah. But they wanted me to know about it. They're holding you ransom for your enjoys. Yeah. <laughs> frankly, I, I know I'm on your contact list, so frankly, I kind of hope it's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is chorizo? Does that get any fucking great? No, nah, man. That's that's Gmail. That's solid. My spam filter game is tight. <laughs> Have you ever called up a, a spam server and given them the access to your computer? No. <laughs> yeah, See, <right. laughs> that's a uh, that's a bad idea, Chris. Yeah, you should well, never sure. do that. I think I know why you get all these emails. <laughs> you literally signed up on a hacker's email list with a pen. No, let's not. Come, come on. You wrote on the. Now we're turn the next rumors. page because that page was full. <laughs> yeah, we should move on to something else. Didn't do that. There's no evidence on the. <laughs> well. Yeah. Do you want to ask me about my vacation with Katrina? You went to 
El Salvador to yeah. join the rebel forces. Yep. There's more you Zapatistas. Sm- yeah, you smuggled the Death Star plans down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want a surf trip? Yeah, man, it was awesome. Damn. Warm. Yeah. Super warm out. 90 degrees every day. The water was 83 degrees every day, all the time. And the little That's town the- we stayed in was excellent. People were cool as shit. We went on a waterfall hike and swam in, you know, a freshwater pool with a nice little uh, slide of a waterfall coming down. Shit. Fucking rad, dude. Huh. That country was amazing. And, and uh, that spot wasn't too blown up, you said. It's nah. Kinda... Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but there's enough infrastructure. There's a bunch of places to stay and, uh, you know, places to get food and all that stuff. Couple little pharmacies with these so like uh, little yeah. beach toys, and then also like some Tylenol Straight and shit. <laughs> we checked. <laughs> no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> well, you, but there's a reason because on my second to last day in the morning, I went out for a surf as I had gotten gotten into the habit. <laughs> Sunrise, fucking surf, glassy waves. It was awesome. So I paddled out to the point, and that's where you're going to get your longest rides. And sure enough, I got a few really nice long rides. Oh, it's a good way to start the day. Fucking this trip's been <laughs> crushing it, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> and so uh, I'm hungry now. And uh, so I paddle in. It's maybe like 9.30. And uh, <laughs> about 10 yards before I get to the beach, um, I'm riding on my belly. And I'm getting ready to roll off and put my feet down and, and wash up and, and whatnot. The key to this is you get away from your board because you know you're going to take a tumble on purpose, yeah, right? You get smacked around by. Fuck, dude, I didn't. <laughs> my board whipped around and I felt an impact in my left shin and my left foot on the outside. And I was like, fuck, that actually hurt pretty. That hurt good. <laughs> and, you know, you're trying to figure out, well, was that the side of the board mm-hmm. or whatever? I knew exactly. Thin. Thin. Ah! I fucking get out of the ocean and I look down and my shin from the midway down is just bleeding, just uh, gushing. You Boom. gashed yourself. I gashed myself so bad <laughs> that we spent a little bit of the afternoon <laughs> at El, an emergency room. El Salvadorian Dr. Stan getting, stand. getting stitches. A Dr. Stand. Dr. Stan. Oh, Dr. Stan. Yeah, yeah. Stanley. I'm <laughs> okay. thinking it's Stanley, but I she mean, went it's to you Dr. Know. Stan. <laughs> it was awesome. They're you got stitches? Got stitches. I haven't gotten stitches in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky the sharks didn't come. I'm that blood yeah, in the water. Was, yeah, it was, well, sucks for them. Yeah. I got out quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those injuries, dude. It didn't hurt. Like, you, you knew yeah. it was coming, but yeah. it's, it stayed off from being painful. Um, all the way to Dr. Stan and then and which wasn't far away it was a cool little trip and uh, that was near the end of your stay though yeah didn't ruin up he sewed me up and told me I could go back in the water that day if I wanted to oh well hell so I didn't go back in that night but went back in the next morning and then the next night and it was awesome how many stitches you get five <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a souvenir not everybody gets. It was cool. Do you, you know who wrote a song about uh, yeah, coming back from trips with scars and how they're like your treasures? No. Perry Farrell. Oh, <laughs> God. For reals? There are trophies. Perry or something. for reals? Yeah, Perry for reals. <laughs> Shit, dude. 
That was last week, Chris. Yep. This week. We told him last week, right? Mm-hmm. Post by Bjork. Yes. Bjork. If you're a super <laughs> nerd, it's Bjork. But she'll be known as Bjork on this program, I believe. Yeah. I believe you, you stick to the standard Bjork pronunciation. Well, well if, if a mama wants to call her Bjork, <laughs> we'll call her Bjork. <laughs> Bjork Goodman's, Goodman's daughter. That's fine for me. <laughs> in, uh, in our series of shit hot second albums. Yeah. This is a shit hot second album. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, kind of the first time I really, this is this was my entry point, really. I mean, I had seen the human behavior video. Right. And was like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> Something different going on right there. I had heard of the Sugar Cubes. Don't think I could tell you one of their songs I'm at with that you. point. Yeah, yeah. So this was really my full entry and introduction into the wonderful world of Bjork, which I've tried to stay in ever since. <laughs> well, she's that kind of artist that grabs you right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I, I, you know... The saying is lover or hater or love them or hate them. You know, you've, you've noticed them. Is that a saying? Yeah, that's know. right. <laughs> but but I think I don't know anybody who Bible. doesn't like Bjork. No, like, uh, no, you, there can only be indifference. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no dislike. I would think that reporter that she fucking yeah, went she after. might have some beef. <laughs> yeah, but she still knows her music. And Ricardo awesome. Lopez <laughs> might have loved her too much. But no, it's true. She's pretty respected for dropping the true true every time even if you can't <laughs> even if you can't fully get but sometimes she makes a record and I go whoo that's kind of mm, I like what you did there I have no clue what's going on right here but I chalk that up to that's me not her she's <laughs> uh, going over my head well what's going to happen for me and a lot of these that I'm, I'm starting to see is after about their third fourth album I drop off and I did that with uh, with her as well um Anything I heard after that mm-hmm. I thought was amazing, and I saw her in concert several times uh, after this album. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking amazing every single time. So, like, she she puts it out. I just can't keep up all the time. Yeah, I can't. No. And she, she, I think she has one out right now. And it, every song has a video, and they all look like hallucinations. They're fantastic. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's 50-something. Yeah. Good to know she's still doing drugs. <laughs> you and I will add it to watching the in-laws and stuff. Okay. But we'll trip out and just chronologically watch everything Bjork did. <laughs> like video-wise, songs. Yeah, okay. We'll keep it to songs. Okay. We're not going to get into the movies and where she's oh going. Oh, my God. I can't watch that blind one. What's, what's that? Pla- oh, no, that dark. one, too. <laughs> oh, man. What, <laughs> like a, what a sucker punch that movie is. <laughs> that is not a feel-good anything. How dare she show up in like a goose dress all silly after she did that to me. I can't. That was rough. She did that other one. No, she wasn't in it. Maybe she did the sound. Her, her husband made weird movies for a while. Yeah. Tried to watch those. He's a good artist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like most people, maybe this was the first song you would have heard from this album. It was for me. Right away, I'm in. That sounds like rock and roll to me. It's, it's the best start to any of the albums so far. That's when the levee breaks. That's yeah. uh, the, the bass line is cr- repetitive but yeah. crazy, fuzzed out. Yeah, it feels like a war march too. Like you can see like something in your core where you're like oh, I can march into some shit. And of course, the title "Army of Me." Yeah. Put your head. <laughs> 
I'll let it get to that first chorus. She's starting to, right off the bat, make those big symphonic hits, you know, like boom. And that's going to repeat through a number of songs throughout this album. String heavy. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. Like some of the most epic songs in this album are like, and my favorite ones, just the ones with the sweeping string range, like cinematic, cinemascope, what do you call that? (laughs) Panavision, like strings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Now this song... I, I love this song still, um, but it's so heavy, and it wasn't. I was into heavy music when I got into this. Yeah, and I was like, but this is heavy. Yeah, that's heavy, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, it, it just grabbed you. And, it's, and it, that voice, for, I mean, forget about it. Yeah, that's. And that's I a, until very recently wasn't sure what the fuck she was saying. That's gonna come up. That's. <laughs> I was yeah. Yeah. Can I? Is that Icelandic? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, um, drop some knowledge. Yeah. Cool. yeah we got a recording of, of Bjork uh, talking about how she approaches making her albums. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> I find it with each album, there's a character that I've been joking that they are like tarot cards. And I'm and a private investigator throughout the album working out. Each character always has colors, elements, symbolism, moods, and an emotional journey. Wow. That's how she's approaching music at this point. (laughs) That's a direct quote? Yeah. That's a direct quote. Nice. Yeah. She's she's like a child prodigy. She had like a record. She was 10 or what, 9 maybe? Yeah, yeah. Went Went to music school real early. In Iceland. She's like the Michael Jackson of Iceland. Talking about what environment would be great to just sit down for uh, upbringing and focus on music. (laughs) (laughs) Windy ass, barren Iceland. Her dad dad was a jazz guy, right? Yeah. 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 Some lineage there. Oh, I don't know what else to say about Army of Me. I mean, it's kind of a repetitive jam. It's not like a sweet bridge that drops out anywhere. Sure. It's just. But you can say that Helmet does an amazing oh. cover of that. <laughs> and all, many bands that choose to do a cover of Army of Me. I mean, it's kind of like it's right there for you. Mm-hmm. It has such a great blueprint that she just laid out of how do you drive a fucking the tune. The Helmet version. I've not heard that in a while. We'll have to revisit that, too. Yeah. Because of this, I've been listening to it and telling Quigley to listen to it and telling people <laughs> at work to listen to it. It's a solid recommend. <laughs> it's so good. Ah. Oh. That one's winding down. It's the second track on here. Like I should, well, she's gonna have to cons- this. Oh, okay. I'm, she I'm gonna say something real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the strings and the epicness, oh, this might be my favorite Bjork song. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it's and it's fucked up. You gonna, you probably have the lyrics. It's uh, she's a little twisted sometimes. She paints a picture in this song. Vivid. <laughs> she. I saw this song played live on the waterfront in Seattle, mm. and it blew me away. Yeah. String arrangement, DJ, 
a man in a suit in a sandbox doing a shuffle through the whole song. Yeah. She just starts in with this. Shit. I've seen her do it on Jules Holland where the guy's just working the brushes the whole time. There was a guy live doing that. Yeah. It's like the whole time. Never heard anything like this in my life the first time this rolls. Yeah. I was like transfixed. Yeah. Sudden, she's on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise, <laughs> and I, I love her pronunciation. Sometimes, of, I mean, English is her second or maybe third language. I don't know, which is astounding. Yeah, exactly. Again, you ever heard Bjork in the uh, in the original Iceland? It gets uh, mind blowing. It's that foreign accent <laughs> that just pulls you right in. <laughs> like, right. What the fuck did she? How'd she phrase that? I'm convinced in her voice, which she. She gets to sing in quite a bit on this song, but uh, yeah. I'm convinced she could do like Mary J. Blige runs if she chose to. Yeah, like she's got that kind of like huge voice. You <laughs> can do Whitney Houston type stuff, but she's just too. I don't know what it is. Okay, so we talk about artists that maybe set up an environment when they're recording. Candles in the <laughs> studio is is a big yeah. one. You know, that's easy. Rugs on the floor. Yeah, you know, shit like that, um, and. F- Whatever artist you can imagine, what I feel like she makes a studio looks out on this album. Really, some of it, a good portion of the vocals were recorded in fucking Compass Point in the Bahamas. Oh, in the Bahamas, right? So they had a mic cord for this song oh, no that shit. was long enough to go out to the beach so she could sing to the ocean. Are you fucking kidding me? Right now, this she's this singing right to here. the ocean right now. She's or she. See, it's smart that she didn't get into this till about halfway through the song because if she started out with the yeah, you'd be over. I'd have been like, nah, I can't listen to this disco. She slips it in, covert disco. Oh my god! Next thing you know, my shirt's off. I'm waving it over my head. (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's singing about how she throws shit off a cliff so that she doesn't go nuts with living with this. Terrible, awful person. Yeah, and wonders, uh, I wonder what my body would look like if I hit that lo- yeah. rock down there. Would my eyes be closed or open? Oh. <laughs> and then just drops it. And then, yeah, this <laughs> dance disco bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool Hyper production ballad. here. Fucking one of the best. And just tapers it off back out again to the end, like for a while. Does the old long taper. Yep. So at this point, I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I don't really know where this album's going, but I'm, I'm down for the ride. Singing is like a celebration of oxygen. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Direct from her lips, dude. Who? Yeah. I mean, she, she, I want to get her and John Frusciante in a room together. <laughs> so, um, oh, God damn, that would, that would actually be fucking awesome, Jared. Yeah. Sorry to almost blaze right by that. <laughs> Just leave a mic. 
leave the thing to her. <laughs> no, oh, just just to record. Yeah, that we get podcast awards if we post that. If we got them together. Yeah. So she sung on this album some of the other songs in a cave. Cover Naked. me done in a cave. Um, yeah, cover yeah. me. That's How crazy. crazy. <laughs> I didn't know about the singing to the ocean part, though, yeah. but it makes complete sense. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, some cool information about how she approached making this album. And it took huh. like a year and a half or so. It came out in 1995. She was still doing club bangers in 95. Like, uh, she, she's gone way off. In, that's so far in her rearview mirror right now. She's not thinking about the clubs yeah. anymore. Yeah. Which is fine. 50-something, she's going to be thinking about the club. she got kids, divorces, and all that shit to be super honest and uncomfortable about with her lyrics. I always... Yeah. <laughs> her lyrics make me uncomfortable at times. <laughs> they were there, like, she speak the true, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her earnesty is, is painful sometimes. So now this album, at this point, has got you just listening. Like, you're mm-hmm. two bangers right off the bat. Fuck! I don't like. I'm in, and now, and now she's going to tell you how refrigerators and cars have been hiding in a mountain for thousands of years since the dawn of time. Waiting, yeah. crazy. The modern things. Think about her, her or the modern things, as I like to call it. the story of the Transformers <laughs> Optimus Prime in the cartoon yeah uh, <laughs> uh. So once again though I mean this is the production and this is Nellie Hooper probably worked with her on the production of this yeah Goldie too this is when she was yeah. dating Goldie Look. And he bought some influence. There were one of those sure lines. Tracks. Gibberish. <laughs> I was like, is that Icelandic? I go do research. Like, she's singing in Icelandic on the modern things, and the internet says no. The internet says she's just speaking in tongues. She's just scatting. <laughs> I, I thought I learned some cool new Icelandic shit. I said, yo, Chris, goonie goo goo. He looked at me like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Great drums. Great drum sample, I should say. Yeah. But that, then but then when you see her live, they, she's got people playing real these drums. parts. Yeah. There's so many ways that she could be just as excellent and bail out of the effort. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't right. seem like she coasts ever. Like, is she no. just fucking makes shit. Yeah, I'm going to get a brass band and an Inuit uh, choir. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna tour with. All right. I feel I feel like uh, Peter Gabriel was was there. I think, and I, and I, I think he fell off. Yeah, you think he started coasting? I think nobody can keep up with Bjork. No. No. She's got I mean, it. She's got more gibberish than well than Picasso got 
lingo. <laughs> I'm a fountain of blood in the shape of a girl. Uh, that's lyrics. Uh, what song is that? I don't know. I feel <laughs> I like that's uh, quotes here. <laughs> I feel like that was in one of the lyrics of this album. Yeah. Which, you know, actually her lyrics are very easy to understand when she's actually speaking English. Yeah. It's almost like that um, the Bob Marley, where it's put so simply that you, you, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's like slips it. into your head, though. <laughs> you know, the modern things. All okay, the modern fuck things. That's yeah. <laughs> another well-used uh, vocal riff of her. Like, sounds like she's saying "jamming man." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shows up. That's on the previous. Man. That's from uh, uh, Venus as a boy too. She drops that. That's her. That is to her like Michael Jackson is to Shamon. Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of her riffs. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely blowing my mind in 1995. I, I'm, I'm coming off my my early 90s grunge buzz. We had Alice in Chains come out in 95. Dirt, right? No. There's the one with the three-legged. The three-legged dog, yeah. You got Melancholy, Infinite Sadness. That came out. Double album. You know what else came out? Hmm. The Benz. Ah, uh-huh, really? Oh, why would I think of that? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, <laughs> return to the thirty-six chambers, dirty, oh. old, dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. I, well, I can tell you what the uh, the top. T- we'll take a little little break before we get into this next right. song. This next song's fun. But this this is what the top ten on the Billboard charts, singles charts, look like. Yeah, this is a rough week. Late on me, June of nineteen ninety, June sixteenth of ninety five. The, the week this came out. Number 10, Let Her Cry by Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. Okay, you getting a little... All right. Hootie, uh, still, that's, that's uh, after their... That's not their first hit? It might be. I don't know. I, I think Is it's that the first album. After, I think it's the first album. You. The, big, the big album. Yeah. The album, okay. I guess. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. So Hootie's, Hootie's starting to break in. Hootie's, Hootie's getting large. Hootie's going to be all right <laughs> for the next little bit. And then number nine is I Know by Dion Ferris. And I don't even know what that song is. I, me that's, neither. That's ironic when I say I know. Number eight, I don't know either. It's called I Believe by the Blessed Union of Souls. I believe I can fly. Yeah. Is that it? No. Okay. <laughs> Freak Like Me by Adina Howard. I don't know that song either. Like how unplugged <laughs> I mean, was I to, I mean, I could probably tell you more songs in the top 10 today <laughs> than I could from this week when I was young. Uh, okay, I remember that. No, I don't. Yeah, for, no, don't know that one. I'll be, I'll be there for you with Method Man and Mary J. Blige. I feel like I shouldn't. I probably might if you played that it's, one. It's the that's what the uh, theme from Friends is taken from. Oh, I'll be there for you. Uh, I should have got Mary J. to do it yeah. for real. Don't take it personal. At number five by Monica. Hey, oh Monica. <laughs> uh. Water Runs Dry by Boys to Men. Boys to Men were huge. I have no idea what that song is. I never heard that song in yeah. my life. Water Runs Dry. No, I'm with you. The These careers are, running I'm, dry. I'm seeing nothing on this list. Uh, total Eclipse of the Heart by Nikki French. And this is not the I don't know who Nikki French is, but that's not her song. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that coming around again in 95. Okay. Number two. We got a genuine hit here. You're good. This is how we do it. <laughs> All right. Pull me in. By Montel Jordan. 
This is how you we know do it. it. <laughs> never come whack on an old school track. I'll tell you what, that is uh, that that's sticky. Yeah. That's st- <laughs> if I ever think or say this is how we do it, that crosses my mind. <laughs> Often crosses my lips. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. And young people look at me. Right? <laughs> uh, you probably know this one at number one. Brian Adams, have you ever really loved a woman? Which I'm convinced is about anal. Hmm. <laughs> uh, how does it go? No, don't make me do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very. Uh, it's like in a. It's like a waltz, dude. It's like a. Oh, we're still talking about the song. No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I got it. <laughs> right, right. Have Class you, it up ever the joint. Really loved a woman. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. Tell me about it. You instructed me on 69, so it's kind of up to you. 69 was a date. Uh, he, You know how old he was in the summer of 69? I don't know. Probably like nine. That shit was all about, you know what? Well, Mom you know, was right. Mellencamp, you know, that's summer of 69 is where he's he's dipping into Mellencamp territory. That's how, that's how I see it. Maybe it's a little homage, you know? Maybe they had a road trip together. That's what it's an homage to. Menken 69. <laughs> I, I wasn't implying they couldn't. <laughs> My kids love this song when I play it in the car. They heard it this week because I was listening to this album to get ready. They laugh their ass off every time. I shh. And this is a pretty fun song. This is The video was fun. Yeah. So is this the animation? No, this is the big dance routine. Oh, big time and sensuality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This was, she goes into the tire store, and everyone's dancing. She gets out on the street. The whole thing is like an old school movie musical number. What? You never seen this I've video? I've never seen that video. Oh, <laughs> my God. Totally anachronistic to this, the rest of this album, but it's, it's fun as shit. Yeah. You know? It's <laughs> Goes I heard, for it. I heard when she recorded this one, she was hanging in the doorway upside down. <laughs> Batman style. <laughs> yep. Because Michael Keaton, Batman, was... It had been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> she was... It just came out in Iceland, though. It was still, <laughs> was still fresh to her. I don't know what else to say about this. It's, it's a throwback, obviously. She's going for a certain thing here. But I had enough to where I had to be like, is is this a cover song? I like, is this an old, an old tune, or did she write a instant classic like that? I can't, I can't answer that, but I, it's it feels like it's taken from something. But I wouldn't. I mean, that's. I always kind of thought it was original, and just maybe that's a common riff. Maybe that's the kind of thing know? I should figure out when I do uh, research for an album that we're gonna cover. <laughs> yeah. But she lets it hang out there. I mean, she got to scream too. She's got that thing too, where she'll she just kind of takes the throttle off, and if if the race car tire goes a little in the dirt, making that turn, and eh, no biggie. Yep, you see that in people today, like like uh, oh, what's your face with the bangs? See ya. Oh yeah, for sure. Really, I see that influence. Yeah, I think um, uh, Molly, uh, Miley Cyrus can do it too. Yeah, I think she's got that that awesome control. Hmm. You know. And when to let that control go. I am one of the most idiosyncratic people around. She's no shit. Yeah. 
You know, there's so much dynamic range in her voice. She covers a lot of ground. Zing boom. Dude, you want to conduct when you hear this. I feel like doing dances I don't know how to do when I hear this song. And I have in my studio a bunch because this was a fucking studio, <laughs> Georgetown painting studio I feel like album, dancing with dude. mops when I hear this oh, song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, this is the Bjork song you could show to your mom. And she'd be like, oh, isn't that neat? That's, I feel like that's got to be from some old show, though. I can't believe that she would just write and arrange a, a perfectly. Why not? Yeah, right? Am I being sexist? No, not at all. I think you, the, I don't know. I don't know if you know <laughs> her work ethic. From, apparently, she works on their shit all the time. Yeah. There you go. Perfection. You heard it from here. <laughs> I work on my shit all the time. <laughs> See, it says it right there. 70% of humidity is uh, ideal for vocal cords. I love this next song a lot, too. Uh, talk about the, the, the some of these beats. Like, like take the first one, uh, Army of Me, or this one. These beats are so big. Like, Chuck D could rap on them. They're that big. These yeah. are, like, big-ass public enemy beats that should be coming out of Radio Raheem's boombox. Like, big beats! And this is one of them. Creepy keyboards. That's so filthy. (laughs) Like if you're if you're real comfortable with your lover, this should be on your fuck your fuck mix. Yeah, right. (laughs) This is like the soundtrack, the the missing soundtrack to the girl with the dragon tattoo. (laughs) Oh, right. At this point, how many other female artists, solo female artists, are hitting you like this? At this point, uh, you know what? I had a little Sarah McLaughlin thing going on at this point as well, but that's the totally other end of the spectrum. This is crazy. This is is sex without touching, Chris, as if I could quote the... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know what... uh, I wish I knew more about the kind of production process she does, but a banger's a banger. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here I comes enjoy. in, you know, the, those, the brush drums again. Mm-hmm. Just skip. Yeah. You know, it just keeps you moving throughout the whole thing. <laughs> a little bit of... Uh... Her, her compositions would never be this straightforward again, I don't think. Homogenic, there's a little bit more of a... There's some of that. The big string epics, there's a handful of those on that album too, but... Yeah. This is so straightforward and like... Simple and accessible. Yeah. I miss the random horn hits of the nope. 90s. You know, it, but you're making me think about part of that second album, Magic, too. Because mm-hmm. it's also, it's the dialogue between what they did to get there and where they're going. 
Radiohead uh, had that just banger. The Benz was just a banger. It came at you in a similar fashion. Um, Jane's Addiction, they had just a banging album. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Turn my fucking mic down on this one, please. Well, radio, fart, fart, fart. Radiohead did kind of the same thing she did, though. They came in, dropped their really accessible stuff, said, well, what are we going to really take? We can't take that any further. Let's do some weird shit. Yeah. Which I think is, is the right thing to do, honestly. Experiment a little bit. Yeah. You chase hits, you're going to be disappointed. Your hits days are over. Right. <laughs> now just do some dope shit. Right? Yeah. Hits are going to find you. you're not getting hits. Doesn't mean... Yeah. You're still Bjork. You're still Radiohead. Are the, are the, you're never going to be on TRL again, but fuck them. Yeah. You're 50. Yeah, you, you're, you're busy. Show me <laughs> show me what you got, man. You, you got the goods. Yeah. I'm a baseline, I'm a baseline fool. Yeah. And there's, there's plenty of them. This is a weird song coming up next. Yeah, you've been, <laughs> you've been flirting, flirting again. And yeah. Uh, once again, it's like, I can't, I'm not 100% sure what it's about. She's once again be like really embarrassingly earnest in the, like, I don't, it's something off putting about this that makes me uncomfortable when I listen to it. <laughs> but uh, I think, uh, I think um, Bjork would be, if you were in a relationship uh, together, it would be a messy breakup. Yeah. I think, you know, was it Volnacura? See, Volnacura. <laughs> About a messy breakup. I think, I think there would be times when you're dating, you would just see a look in her eye and you're like, oh, fuck, I just made the album. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this time And it's going to be good. <laughs> So it's real clear. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> she ain't lying. Just back up, Holmes. <laughs> the pace and the phrasing of this song is so deliberate and the execution is like staring right at you. slowly metered it's like the traditional perfect singing exercise is what this kind of song yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. it's a warm up string I do like the strings though I'm like I'm not gonna front on those strings yeah <laughs> I like when they give you the old uh oh later on in the song <laughs> right there Fred <laughs> Her string arrangements would just get even more and more bizarre as the years and albums went on. I love it. These are still pretty classic, classically styled. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like she throughout this whole album, she's just sprinkling in a little bit other ideas and then hammering them home. Yeah. You know, with the arrangements. 
and flirting again. I don't know what that title means in relation to somehow what she said was right. How you reacted was fine. We just give her some space. You've been flirting again. Uh, all right. Okay. Right. I don't know how dating works in Iceland. So <laughs> it, it does feel like a throw right to dating, though. Yeah. This is intense moments. It's. It, was it something or was that nothing? First dates with Bjork. Not boring, I guarantee. Yeah. And again, that's probably the first time you see that look of like, oh, fuck, I think I might have just made that album. Uh, Yeah, that track's fine with me. There are times I feel I love you, and there are times I feel like my nails should delve into the orbits of your eyes and pull them out and spin them. That's the thing, because you know she's capable of some violence. You know, I would never do that, though. She went fucking Krav Maga on that. <laughs> Dude. On that reporter. When, when she, she, that, the she story went full mama that, bear. Yeah. That's exactly it. The, the lady was harassing her. Bjork had enough of it. And with her head down, fucking charged with those claws. <laughs> out, like, like, you see, like, the fucking, uh, zo- not zombies, but the... Mm. Frankenstein, <laughs> Wolfman, <laughs> like old, old illustrations of like the Wolfman diving, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fucking just fire and ice, right? Dragon Mother. Is that it? Is that yeah. one of her songs? She would. She should score the final season of Game of Thrones. You see this Targaryen <laughs> you coming over the mountain? <laughs> all die in the end. <laughs> Some more of those cinematic strings. This song is part of a two-part. It might be three by now. The Bachelorette on Homogenic is the sequel to this song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This song is all about the ecology and the earth. Like Dune. Yeah. It's just the non-non-non. So there's a whole story. You have to look it up, and it will do more justice than I could. Where Isobel is, uh, she's come to spread the message that the earth needs our help <laughs> and she sends the moths into the big city to whisper in all the people's oh, ears God, that's awesome. and what they whisper is na 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 so when she's singing at the end that's the moths whispering into the city oh, people's my ears god that's what this song's about yes Jesus it's fucked up that's awesome it's great <laughs> really it is it's a sweet cover for this single too Remember, I want to have a serious conversation with her about fairies and like <laughs> shit she's seen growing Brownies, up in Iceland. Sprites. <laughs> if she narrated a children's book, could you fucking imagine that? <laughs> Talking about this story, right? one of my favorite favorite on this album too yeah it's like James Bond strings in the back this one I always <laughs> realize I'm moving to it and I've been moving to it since the get go mm-hmm. it's like I wake up in the middle of it like oh fuck dude I've been grooving for a while <laughs> that's the best bridge back when she used to do bridges yeah bring back that nice yeah. roll snare drum it was like the guy with the flute at the oh, <laughs> I'll bring it up next time. <laughs> the flute flourishes. <laughs> like who does that shit anymore? 
Somebody just get real fruity on the piccolo in. back there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all genuine. Yeah. That's the thing. Every attempt and approach that she has with making music just feels genuine. There go the mods. They're trying to tell us. That's beautiful, right? That's a fucking beautiful it's, story. It's a, it's a parable. About something. I'm telling you, no, she's, she, this happened to her. That's what it looks like <laughs> half of these times. That's what I'm saying, man. I can see her talking to the moths out in the woods. Like, fuck yeah. Take my message to the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be the best way to receive a fucking message. If a moth just came, sat on your shoulder. If he got to get it out before I smacked the shit out of him. Dude, wait, I mean, when's the last time you killed a moth? Like, you smacked a moth. Well, to kill it. Long, long, long time, but it's never got on my shoulder either. They're usually just kicking it in the corner of the ceiling. Yeah, but you're never, you're never bit by a moth. No. You get Moths a br- are the to be honest, he'll get the brush off. Bugs. He'll get the brush off. I wouldn't squish him. Yeah, nobody Nate, it's does. a mess. You're, you're, you're a fucking monster if you, like, you know, boom to a moth. Smack that even, thing. I don't even you're step a on monster. It. I don't even step on ants. They're just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Bjork could be disappointed in you. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. What would Bjork think? <laughs> be like, Bjork, I didn't get your message about the fucking apocalypse or whatever you were saying because I didn't get the message because your moth flew into my freezer <laughs> yeah. and wouldn't leave. So <laughs> like if I close the door and turn the light out, wait, he's on it's my windshield. <laughs> if I keep it open, it keeps going to the light. It's tough. <laughs> Moths are dumb. Plus, I thought he was making fun of me, saying "na na na na" all the time. <laughs> Fuck you, you're the dumb one. That's almost like a human behavior group. <laughs> you <right> tell Bjork. <laughs> you send a message. Doesn't <laughs> 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 well, that kind of remind you of the human behavior? Totally. Beat? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the first. Yeah, because maybe she's, that's the first she's in a triptych. Well, yeah, because she's swiping the. I think you're right. Um, I'm sorry to yet. Well, yeah, yeah, Jared. <laughs> Your insights have been well, excellent yeah, this me. podcast, and I really appreciate them. Um, she's swapping away at the moth out at the light. Oh, with shit. With wooden spoon. Chris. Yeah. And she whistles at the end of this. There's whistling. Not since Axl Rose. <laughs> Got to enjoy whistling like that. I like to think that's her whistling. That's a very deep whistle, though. Sounds, sounds like a dude whistle. Sounds like a man. That whistle. sounds like a dude whistle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't put it past her, though. She could do a dude whistle <laughs> if she wanted to. She's Bjork. I can whistle like a dude. <laughs> I know you can. Isabel, married to herself. You know this song if you ever stayed up too late watching MTV at night. This was the Insomniac Theater theme song. Oh, yeah. And a nice sample. You what know, is it like a f- overseas we got like, telephone ring or a fax? Yeah. yeah, it takes me to Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know? It's like just that, oh, there's a mood. It's like money. Just a weird rhythmic sample. Hello. (laughs) 
Just the way that organ is set for the decay is amazing. And then just gets super ill right here. And this is this is kind of like the same time Porter's head was ever around, and like this was a thing that was happening. At the, yeah. this, this was a, a vibe you could readily catch. She's doing it very well. Yeah, it's like flirting with the James Bond kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, opening vibe. Is this the one where I suck my tongue in remembrance of you? Yeah, <laughs> damn girl, <laughs> that's, that's a pickup line. Or maybe you'd cut off your hair and join or a cult. Or you'd join a cult. <laughs> yeah, wh- what? <laughs> There's a pretty, pretty good verse coming up here now that... <laughs> wow like how she managed to make a volcano lurid like that yeah and then and in in, in in um it's this is like an admission at the beginning of a relationship where i'm where i'm standing what i'll tolerate I mean, like your eruptions and disasters i keep calm admiring the lava <laughs> i keep calm like, right i'll 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 watch you fucking rant for a while. <laughs> and then... Uh, but if you complain, then, <laughs> once more. Yeah. A lot of duality. Uh, every now and then, you're going to watch me uh, throw shit off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's... uh sounds really about relationships, isn't it? It feels that way. <laughs> like a celebration, though. You know? Yeah. It's... A, it's through all of the dynamics she's not shying away from any dynamic in relationships that I get from this album like no. it's like real raw yeah. um, singing out to the ocean singing in a cave you and gotta stuff listen like to that. she fucking the means what she's album. saying yeah do I? I don't know I think uh, <laughs> really I do think uh, I think I read this on the internet it's gotta be true this was the album where she was falling in love with the man she would marry have children with and then write about on Volnacura, the breakup. Wow. And Volnacura is extra raw. <laughs> like, like, we've been married for 15 whatever years, and this is how you're going to do me kind of shit. Oh, man, I got to <laughs> hear this album. Yeah. I like the Star Trek backup vocals in this one. <laughs> And that's just a good piece of mid-90s trip-hop right there. Wouldn't tread that ground much more, much longer. 
if there's anything like that on the next album. Homogenic. Yeah. I miss you. This one actually, this was a minor hit, but it was a remix that got big. Yeah. But still, like little typewriter beats. Is that a fucking accordion sample? What is that? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, this song's just going to a party. Oh, you got you got glow sticks. Glow sticks. You're wearing your short shorts. You're just, <laughs> just dancing. I want to party with you, oh, dude. Oh, man. It would be in Ibiza. Listen to this song. <laughs> talking about this guy she hasn't even met yet but she's like in love with the idea of this this person she's gonna meet that's gonna take off all the boxes maybe it's Goldie hasn't happened yet I don't know I don't know when they mm. when they got together if it was during this album or but it was like a two year span or something almost got her killed did he? <laughs> from Ricardo Lopez what? You should eat the uh, video diaries of Ricardo Lopez as he oh, plotted right. to kill Bjork for a relationship with Goldie. Right. Heavy stuff. Yeah, what comes with this excellence is every now and then your fans fucking Fuck. flip out on you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's the main reason I don't want us to get popular, Jared. We don't need stalkers. We don't need stalkers. I already got kids. It's It's enough. <laughs> if you believe in dreams that's a Bjork line if I ever heard it what does that mean yeah I believe in dreams yeah. I have them all the time that dreams can come true <laughs> I'll meet you see here it says meet she said miss yeah yeah Oh, well, you, you getting you getting uh, internet nah, lyrics? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the song is called up. "I Miss You, Chris." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says "moops." <laughs> Looking for the mooply. Yeah, this song's another total, one. Total for celebration the, for a relationship. For the clubs. This one's for the clubs. Yeah, still a club banger. Feeling good. I don't remember who's walking the streets. Going from one party to the other party, ducking into the bathroom and fucking giving a little peek a little into toot. Yeah. <laughs> Get a little toot. They were talking about the London club scene here in the in mid nineties. There's some toots. Yeah. People's having toots. <laughs> wow. I mean look at that. You don't have a minute and a half outro if you're not doing toots. No. And you and she's got the bongos going. It's warm. I think wherever she's at it's pretty warm out. I think David Bowie and fucking Mick Jagger were filming just down the street. From their catamaran yeah. with the telephoto lens. Yeah, for dancing in the streets. <laughs> Two. It just Electric feels... boogaloo. Yeah. When I will get my... When will I get my cuddle? She just said cuddle. All of the drum parts, most all, people, the, all the snare drum parts sound so much fun to play. Yeah. Most people lose their stutter when they sing. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to pick one up. Her and Daltrey got to work that out. Yeah, she can put it on. She's, a, she's an acrobat. 
Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Damn. Glad we got to be alive at a time when, like, Bjork albums came out. Yeah. What if we died in 1994 and never got to hear this album? You'd hear it in heaven. They play this. And they play this the, in hell, too. Fuck the- <laughs> yeah, everybody plays this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't throw this album on anywhere and uh, not have it well-received. Yeah. It's, it's fucking universal. I know this is the best song ever recorded in a cave. Right here? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to pick up on... Let's see if I can hear that cave. Oh. <laughs> there was also a harpsichord there. And a, what, what is this? You think they yeah. brought the harp in the cave? That's some tasty reverb. That, that could be That's some a, cave reverb. <laughs> some cave reverb, dude. She's fully in a cave. I'm going to say the harps, harp player's there, too. Yeah, probably, you know, they they did a scratch track, and then, all, <laughs> and then they did their own harp track on its own. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely in the cave. If you're, if you're going out to the cave to record and you have a harp in the song, <laughs> you don't not bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up thing is they made the harp player carry it the whole way. <laughs> Like fucking, you're the one who chose harp. Yeah, there's something about that microphone too that sounds. Like, it's like not, not like the best. They didn't take the best mic down into the cave. What's she talking about in this song? Fuck, I don't. It's like one of the few ones that doesn't have the lyrics on. Uh, let me check the internet. <laughs> I think she's just talking about what's happening to her. And she's in the cave. She's like, crawl into the darkness. She's just describing keep, what's going on. Keep recording, Phil. Keep recording. This is really dangerous. <laughs> but worth all the effort. Cover me. Someone should have brought a flashlight. I'm going to prove the impossible really exists. And why not? Yeah. It's like a short little two minutes. I guarantee that heart player was in there. Otherwise, what's she singing to? That's a good point, dude. Damn. That's not like it was recorded. Got thunder and lightning on it. <laughs> and then you get this really weird... This song is weird, dude. Is this the album closer? Where are we at here? Uh, yeah, that, we were just listening to Cover Me, and now yeah. we're going into headphones. Uh, you want to really talk about uh, just singing about what's going on in the room at the moment? Mm-hmm. That's what this. That's what headphones is. Yeah, as far as uh, what point I would be in my studio listening to this album, I would be slumped in the blue chair, <laughs> just staring at what what, uh, what I was working on, as, falling asleep, maybe taking a nap. As Bjork works through every vowel sound she can think of, <laughs> yeah, it's exploring the space. Really, the I think she's still space. in the cave. <laughs> I think so. They left her there <laughs> with the mic rolling. <laughs> oh, it's like 3 a.m. right now oh, yeah. in the Bahamas in a cave.
Look at it like the glow-in-the-dark bugs that you, you really get to <laughs> <laughs> let your eyes adjust to. on this one. Way to end it, though, Bob. And then she talks about after this one, uh, I'm fast asleep. Oh, really? Yep. I like the resonance, it elevates me. I don't recognize myself. She's definitely in the cave still. Uh, yes. Yeah. She's laying on her stomach in the cave right now. Singing to a salamander. Yeah. That's drinking from a, a reflection of her in a pond that she's three inches away from. She snatches it up and eats it. No. <laughs> Mad Max style. Cut that out. This was prophetic of like a lot of her work to come. <laughs> Actually, the last record with this song would have fit on there perfectly. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard it. It's like an album's <laughs> worth of this. <laughs> it really? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> a little uh, bit. <laughs> I feel like her and Mike Patton. Did they ever do anything uh, together? Yeah, he was on the med- Medulla. The one that was really heavy on the vocals. I think it was all vocal samples. There might have been like a few percussion. Right. Sam- but like most of that album was vocal samples. Him, Rozelle, like all the big the big names and mouth sounds were on that album. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a strange. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> he might have been. I don't know. Look at Wikipedia that. <laughs> Not like he was busy. Get him up there. Hey, this Marquis got stuff to do. Oh man, I did this album. He's covered all the podcasts. <laughs> oh, good. The diabolical will be here in the awesome flesh. I don't know what this sold in comparison to debut, but I remember this one kind of making her a little bit of a household name. Yeah, where she was just kind of. I think an you're right about that. Even with the sugar cubes at the height of that, the sugar cubes weren't that famous. I would be surprised if this sold less than debut yeah I think this was the blowout this was when the world fell in love with Bjork yeah rightfully so (laughs) good on your world for appreciating a genius every once in a while the world gets it right right you know (laughs) you kind of feel like when you meet somebody who likes Bjork and again (laughs) 
a lot of people do. Um, <laughs> you're like, hey, you're all right. Yeah, immediately. There's okay, all right. Yeah, but uh, especially if you know all you're hearing is uh, this is how we do it. <laughs> and uh, have you ever really loved a woman? Right. This right. is this is a well needed shot in the whatever body part of your choosing. And did she. It feels like she didn't choose to go with that, um, you know, pop hits. She wasn't going that boys to men route. It doesn't seem like she was even necessarily aware of the status of any music mm-hmm. around her, just what she liked about different music that she's pulling from. Yeah. A lot of London clubs are represented in this album, that club scene. Yeah, yeah. The movement through it, it also knows when to take a breath. It does that a few times throughout the length of the album. Um, there's a number of times you think, like a good movie, it, it could end here. Right. <laughs> It'd be all right. But it's not a long album. Right before you know, headphones? It's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, headphones is usually either, again, sitting in the chair or actually cleaning up. And yeah, this is like, the credits. This I'm the, not, you don't really watch all the credits. Because this is also a tough album as far as ending on headphones to go into something else. Yeah. Which is what made it a nice mixtape with, Bjork on both sides because b- really following Bjork with Bjork is the only move I think most people found in music history. <laughs> like, she's ending the show. Yeah. Don't follow Bjork. I wish you saw her at Coachella. I wish I did too. I think I was busy not being in, in California. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. we were in town yet. It was, uh, I know I've talked about it. It was beautiful. It was, uh, she literally had silver trumpets up on stage while she's singing on top of them and with them and, and whatnot. It was a sight to behold. Yeah. Uh, and that's an artist that if we ever get a chance to go see, we got to go see Bjork. I told, I told Hill because she's always on the watch, on the watch out for the tickets. I said, we're going. Doesn't yeah. matter where. How much? That's one of those things, like, just get the tickets. doesn't feel like she's fading either, like, as far as uh, vocal talents. I don't think she's tuning down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not when you, yeah, she drinks volcano smoothies. Dude. I don't know. It's, it's an Iceland thing. All right. Have we, have we decided who we're going to talk about on the next episode, on this episode? <laughs> I think it's going to be, if Dave comes in, it's going to be Muse, The Origin of Symmetry. Another Bob Leckie joint. Making his second appearance on the show. Are you calling it? I, I think so. That's your call? I think so. I think it's... Uh, do you want to get ready? I think it's Bright Adams is well, coming. Why don't you do yourself a favor? I think he's going to pull it all. Surprise! Listen to both of them and you'll be prepared. I'm not going to do it on this episode. Listen to them next episode. Smoke weed every day.